Welcome to the Real Estate Wisdom Podcast, where we gather insights and wisdom from industry professionals and share it with you. I'm Vishal Kapoor, your host, and today we have a true expert in the field joining us. I'm thrilled to introduce Mark Ellison, a certified professional inspector with a wealth of experience dating back to 2006. Mark has been a guiding force for thousands of home buyers, easing their transition into new homes with unparalleled expertise and confidence. As one of the pioneering inspectors in Ontario, Mark achieved the prestigious Master Inspector Certification, uh, showcasing his dedication to maintaining the highest standard in the industry. Not only is Mark the Chair for Standards and Discipline at the Ontario Association of Certified Home Inspectors, but he's also the driving force behind the Home Coach a trailblazing inspection company in Canada. What sets them apart? Well, they go above and beyond by offering warranties that protect clients even after the inspection is done. In today's episode, Mark will share invaluable insights on what you need to know when hiring an inspector. Tips for house hunting and how a professional home inspection can be a smart investment that saves you money in the long run. Mark's commitment to professionalism and client satisfaction is truly commendable. And I can't wait for him to guide us through the nuances of home inspections. So stay tuned for a conversation that will empower you in your real estate journey. Mark Ellison, right here. Welcome, Mark. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for having me out here. Uh, good to see you after a long time. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. I know, I know. Like the last year was uh, better than uh, two yeah, years. Yeah. Well, it's been a crazy market in Southern Ontario, as we yeah. all know. So I was feeling sorry for you because we didn't need you. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky I've been doing it long enough that I've got a pretty wide berth of agents that uh, refer me. So it yeah. wasn't for, I mean, we've lost a lot of inspectors in Ontario. Yeah, we and, did. And, and about the last three years, we lost about 700 inspectors. Wow. Yeah. No, I can imagine, and I was just mentioning one was the main, uh, one of the major uh, step in buying a home uh, was home inspection. Sure. And people were ignoring it, and they had no choice, actually, because mm -hmm. the market was so, that if you would put the garbage can outside, it will sell, yeah. right? That was a, a scenario. Sure. So nobody needed the, how many holes are there in uh, garbage can if it's going to leak or not yeah. um, nobody was taking care of that well, sometimes you have to make an assumption it's leaking yeah, that's right <laughs> but at the same time you know it's uh, in my opinion like even then I was um, if you remember like you know we were doing the before we were listing mm. houses we were doing the uh, pre-inspection for yep. listing uh, pre-inspection pre-listing inspection, sure. pre inspection. Yep. and also uh, I recommending my clients even I know we didn't get the opportunity to, along with the offer, mm -hmm. to do the home inspection as a condition. They were coming back and they're doing the home inspection so they know what they have to fix right. and how to maintain. Well, I, I, I think the inspection industry kind of got it backwards when they started marketing uh, more to buyers than to sellers. Right. But I've always thought of it this way. If you're, if you're a seller, yes. you've got two ways to do it. You can either just blindly sell it. Right. But that's, you know, blind is not good knowledge is power mm -hmm. right so but you think about it you've put your house on the market the realtors done all that work you finally get a buyer you've gone through the negotiation you feel you didn't get enough money for it the buyer feels they spent too much right. now the inspector comes in and we always find stuff it, it's just the way it is we always find stuff always going right? to find stuff and now what does the buyer want to do renegotiate yeah, yeah. 
But I mean, if you can do that pre-listing inspection, you can avoid or certainly handle better. Uh, well, I'll say avoid the renegotiation, exactly. but at least, or at least be in much better position to handle it if it does come up with a buyer's inspection. For sure, like, and I, I think like it's shut it off. Um, but I think like people were using the home inspection for the wrong reason. There is that, right? Yep. Because you did mention on that people were using the home inspection so they can negotiate better, mm-hmm. uh, not thinking about like you know uh, they should know what can go wrong. Yeah, uh, and. I love that. Like the reason I recommend you all the time is because you educate mm. uh, buyers. Yeah. Uh, I know you were just uh, talking to the other realtor when she called in and said, "Book it for extra half an hour because." And you asked that question: Are that they a first time, time home buyer or not? Right? Yeah. Uh, because they need more information. Sure. Uh, they always said, have more questions. Mo- always have more questions. Yeah. But also, like and like uh, like you said, like, you know, for the maintenance part, mm-hmm. it's good. Like you got it, you get this fixed. But, you know, what next? If something goes wrong with your plumbing, if something goes with your roof, yeah. something goes wrong, um, not shutting off the valve in winter time, mm-hmm. reminding those things, not cleaning the filters, right. it will cost them more in the long run. Oh, sure. And I think we all, most consumers, I'll say no. Yeah. Maintenance is key, right? Take oh, for care sure. of it. You spend a little now, you save a lot later. That's, we all kind of know that. Right, right. Well, I'll, I'll dive to uh, the questions which yeah, I have uh, written uh, over here. Um, so I know like when uh, people hiring the home inspector, mm-hmm. uh, what are the do's and don'ts for the homeowners before a home inspection? Uh, it's, a, it's a big question, but right. if I try, I'll try to answer it just based on my perspective as a home inspector. And I'll speak specific to our province, Ontario, but right. the, most provinces in Canada are the same. And that is there's no regulation or licensing for home inspectors in, in most provinces. It's only Alberta and British Columbia mm. that have licensing. Right. So it's kind of still the Wild West in most of the provinces in Canada. Right. So you, it boils down to you really do get what you pay for. You can go on to the likes of Kijiji and find an inspector for... And yeah, he might be a good inspector. I don't want to take that away, but right. you can find an inspector for 300 bucks, mm. but what does he do for you? Mm. Uh, how, what, where is it? What's his knowledge base? What is he giving you after the inspection? Things like this. And let's face it, most inspectors, right. they, they say, you know, I'm only seeing the house now. I can only report on it on how I see it today. Correct. Right. We go a little further with the warranties and we can talk about that later. But right. what the point I'm trying to make is it is a huge wide Big distance between right. the lower and the higher inspectors. Yeah. Right. And like same thing, like, you know, in our profession as well. Uh, Absolutely. Right. There's a discount brokerages and then there are full service brokerages right. and everything. It depends on, like I say, like, you know, you get what you paid for. Yeah. Right. Uh, you cannot just say that, you know what, uh, Tim Cardin's coffee is similar as like the high end coffee or even Starbucks. Mm-hmm. You cannot compare that. Right. And there's also personal opinion, personal taste. Yeah. Right. So I like McDonald's myself. Yeah. But here's absolutely, and there's McDonald's as well. So there are options for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I love cars, but uh, I'm not the high-end high uh, car guy. Mm. But for me, like a saying that, you know, you know what? Uh, why Porsche is like so expensive? I can get, you know, Kia for cheap yeah. uh, or Hyundai for cheap. Why I pay for that? Like it doesn't make sense to sure. me. So it's just like a value what you see on that, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. so. To go back to your question, yeah, the, the first thing is to know 
that there is no regulation. So you've mm-hmm. got to you've got to do more diligence when right. you're when you're dealing with a an industry that doesn't have any regulation. Right. Right. And I'm, I can't think of any others right now, but certainly my industry. Yeah. There's a big difference between the good and the bad. So that's the first thing. You've got to do diligence. Find a good inspector. How do you do it? Well, right. let's face it. Google reviews are really good. Right. You can't, as a business owner, you can't mess with a bad review. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's one thing. Hopefully you're working with a realtor that you trust. Right. Right. And there's, there's loads of good realtors out there. Yeah. I work with a lot of good. In fact, the bad realtors tend not to want to work with me if I'm being exactly. honest. Exactly. Right? Yeah. The good realtors are going to be so valuable in everything, but certainly they're going to know some good home inspectors. Right. Then still do your own due diligence. Get prepared. Why you you took time to find a realtor to work with? Mm-hmm. Why not take time to find a home inspector to work with? For sure. Yeah, you can start with the realtor, but why not do your own investigating? It's not too hard to do a Google search and find. And you know, there's loads of us out there. Still. Right. Right. So, but that's it. Put effort into finding your home inspector would probably be the big thing I would say. Yeah. Let's um, talk about um, this. I know you talk about like selection of the home inspection and everything, uh, but as a, like a preparing for the listing. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, uh, if you're selling? If you're selling, because yep. that's the homeowner uh, okay. thing, I'm swinging at the do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you recommend to do, like we're preparing for the house, right. and how to look for those uh, things which can tumble your uh, deal, yeah, uh, maybe, deal. or sure. you might end up paying like a negotiation and you end up paying more. Yeah, right? yeah. So, I mean, I guess there's two parts to that. Yeah. One is getting the house ready for a pre-listing inspection. I mean, that's right. the advice. Get right. a pre-listing inspection. Knowledge right. is power. Yeah. We all know it. Um, but getting first, you got to get the house a bit ready. So if you got a few light bulbs turn that are light fixtures that aren't working, yes, put new light bulbs in. Because as home inspectors, we we're not really we're, we can't take things apart. That's our mandate, right? We have to leave it in exactly the the way we find the home, right? right? So am I going to take a chance on screwing a bulb out of a chandelier of a dining room? No. No. So if it's not working, I'm going to say, now, you know, I tend to be a bit of a diplomatic home inspector. Yes. I'm going to say this light fixture wasn't working at the time of the inspection. Mm -hmm. It could be light bulbs. Correct. Get the sellers to do that. But if not, you need to get an electrician in to find out why it's not working. For sure. So I don't want to be speculative, but sometimes I have to be. So walk around your own home. And just make sure stuff's working. Make sure the house is clean and clear. Um, it just makes the inspect uh, the inspector's job a little easier. easier. We, we get get to see things. You know, I I never like putting in the report unable to go into the attic because of all the stored items. Yeah. Right. Can't get to the furnace. Can't get to the electrical panel. There, there's some key elements that we need to get to, like or big ticket items we need to get to. And if we can't, mm. we disclaim those. Yeah. So that's going to hurt. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, and then other than getting the house ready for the inspection, it's just have a good inspector come out that's going to do, you know, a really thorough job and give you a good report. Yeah. And now you can sit down with your realtor if you're not comfortable yourself, and the realtor will guide you on what they think you should fix. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And that's that, That's a key because it, just like you mentioned before, if you don't know, you don't know, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and a lot of times it happens because we're living in a house. I've, found myself like in the very, you know, maintenance, changing filters every three months, mm-hmm. you know, looking to the attic and, uh, sorry, not the eavesdrop, uh, clean those ones. Uh, but even then, like sometimes you ignore some of the areas in your house. Oh, you just don't think of them. You don't think about that. Yeah. And that's rotting or something happening over there, mm-hmm. uh, which can create the problem in the long run, sure. right? Um, windows, condensation, very normal. Mm-hmm. 
And certainly in the winter. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I do remember like when I, I got my, even my brand new house, mm-hmm. um, and I took you like a couple of those ones as well, uh, new build, and then you mentioned that do it after one year rather than doing it right now. Right. Right, and giving the great advice, and you came all the way, didn't charge even me, like I think uh, um, you were kind enough uh, for that one, but anybody could have done it and say, hey, I just came in, I'm just going to charge the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you didn't because you give the right advice to uh, my clients. Well, that's the, that's the thing as well is to, well, you touched on it earlier, Yeah, education first. I mean, yeah. certainly we're there to find the issues. Right. Every house is going to have some issues, but it's it's also how you communicate to the clients and to the realtors. Yeah. Right? Not all realtors know everything. No. I, I've been doing no. this 19 years. I yeah. still occasionally find something I've never seen before. That's right. And, you know, newer homes are coming with newer things. So it's constantly changing and evolving. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's about communication. It is. It really it is. boils down to that. Yeah. And I, uh, definitely, yeah, sometimes it happens like, you know, uh, we were talking and sometimes they get really scared uh, about, oh my God, like, you know, this is what's happening, uh, what's going to happen. Then turn out, like, and the remedy is like a couple hundred dollars, not even right. a lot. It looks yeah. big, but it's not a big deal. Yep. Um, and sometimes, like, you know, they think, yeah, this is minor. And then, no, 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 this is not minor. It can cause you issues, right? Sure. Um, so like a thorough inspections, like uh, definitely help knowing what you have. Um, and the other thing which I say, like, you know, now and don'ts, which probably, you probably have a lot of examples when people try to hide things, uh, even after knowing, yeah. right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Those, those defects. And how many times you find it? Like, and what, what kind of things you think uh, you know a lot of people what hide? what scares me? There's yeah. probably been many times more yeah. where they hit it and I didn't find it. Yeah. It's pretty easy to hide stuff. Right. Right. And again, let's remember a home inspection is a non-invasive examination of the yeah, home. Yeah. Can you imagine if, if we had permission to knock holes in walls? Mm. Sellers wouldn't be too happy. No, for sure. Right. So we, we really have to go on certainly training, experience. Right. But if somebody wants to do a good enough job, they can probably hide it. You know, I, I could walk in, say I'm doing a bedroom, and uh, I open up the doors of the closet. Yeah. And there's lots of stuff in there. You know, I, I, I poke my head. I smell. I mean, yeah. smell's a great sense for when you're doing home for inspection. For sure, for right? sure, yeah. Um, but there's a strong possibility that they painted that closet mm. and then put suitcases in front of it. Right. I'm not going to pull everything out. Right. They could have mold on it. Mold yeah, for sure. Like, so uh, it's fairly easy to hide stuff. It, it is. like, and, and the mold is the one, like, you know, people, like, sometimes like, they just paint it over. Sure. You know, and it's looking, and soon you, after a month, if the property is not selling, then it's like, it's coming out. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you know, the, the, the good news yeah. is, uh, as much as things can be hidden from us, most sellers, and I'll use, I'll, we should turn and talk about flippers. Yeah. Right? yeah. Those are the ones that I'm scared of. Yes. One of the questions I typically ask the agent is, do we know how long... The, the current family has owned the home. Right. Right. If it's six months or a year, yeah. Oh, the hairs go up on the back of my neck. Mm. I start making, I always call myself a professional skeptic. Yeah. <laughs> right? So now I've got some information that eh, maybe this is a flip. And now I'm going to, right. I'm going to feel a bit different about this as I go through the home. Yeah. Right? But homes tend to paint pictures. It's not just one color. It, no. It's not just one scene. Um, so generally speaking, we'll start to get several clues that things are amiss. Right. Um, that's 
I think that might be what separates a good inspector from an average inspector. It's like a professional investigator. Well, you, it, it is because it, it's one thing to walk in the home. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. Right. It's another thing to ask yourself, why is it wrong? Uh-huh. Or what what brought us to this situation that made that wrong? Right. Electrical is a good example. Maybe we can go into some more detail on stuff like For that. For sure. Like, you know, and, and that's leading to my next question. The uh, question is, like, you know, can you share some common mistakes people make during a home inspection and how to avoid them? You mean for the buyer now or? Well, like uh, now they hire you, right? And okay. uh, like, let's say like an other inspector came in or they said, yeah, inspection was done like at the before. Everything oh, so is all right. They okay. had the pre-inspection done, but now you're finding in the more stuff on there. All right. So they had, the sellers had, now I'm coming in yeah. for the buyers. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a fairly common procedure. And I'll, I'll start by saying, you know, when I'm doing a pre-listing inspection, yeah. sometimes people are, uh, surprised to learn that I charge the same price on a pre-listing because mm. they think it might be easier. It's not, yeah. it's harder Yeah. because I've got to be even more careful Correct. because there might be another professional coming in after me. Now, right. I don't want to say more careful because I'm always trying to be careful, but let's face for it, sure. human nature, yeah, yeah, for when, sure. when the, uh, when the chips are down, we we might have to work a little harder mm. to ensure yeah. to cover our butts. Let's be honest. That's kind of human nature. That's how I feel about it anyway. So, if I'm going in for buyers and they've had a pre-listing inspection, sometimes I'll be asked, you want to see the report? No, I don't want to see it because it kind of messes with your head a little. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, you have the preconceived notions now, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, although I will tend to look at it afterwards, yeah. what I've actually done, because I'm, then I'm curious, right? Again, human nature. Like, have you missed something? Yeah, or like yeah. Or, uh, and, you know, you know this there. is actually a good time to talk about it. Right. There, there was, I, I, I wish I could uh, give you the, the details on it, but... There's been studies done where they've taken one house and had several inspectors do it, ah, right? Right. And about 70% of those reports are the same. Hmm. But about 30%, this guy found a little cracked piece of glass in one room. Right. The guy found a doorknob that's not working. Another one found a, an outlet that's not working. So I tell my clients, yeah. I'm not here to find everything. Correct. I'm here to find the important stuff. Important I'm here to find stuff. the stuff that's going to hurt you yeah. or hurt your pocketbook. Right. Right. So there, there's that too. But... Now I'm with the buyers. I just, I, I, you know, we have a standards of practice. Yes. All, all provinces do. Yeah. Uh, that standards of practice, at the end of the day, it protects me more than it does the consumer, but mm. it's, it's there for both. Right. Now we have a baseline of what a, a real home inspection or a professional home inspection should be. Right. But that standards of practice is what we go by, and any good home inspector is going to do that. Yeah, yeah for right. sure. So I, I, I go through the home. I, yeah. There's really no difference for me whether it's been pre-listed or not, mm. right? Um, I don't know if that answers your question. Well, it's like, you know, what the uh, the common mistakes people do and uh, what you mentioned in there. Um, but also Well, all right, then go back to common mistakes. You yeah. mean as far as what the buyer does during the inspection? Yes. Well, um, I'll be honest, pre-COVID, mm. um, I was very much having the client like attached to my hip. Right. Right. And I'm, as I said, I'm, yeah. I, I am very much a people person, so I kind of right. got off on that interaction. Right. But during COVID, when we had to separate a little bit more, I found out I became, I was, a, I'm a better inspector mm. if I don't have the client quite attached to me. So right. what, I, what I've done now is we do the outside together because you can kind of keep your distance. For sure. Right? Yeah. Um, but I'll do the upstairs and I'll tell the client, let me go upstairs. I'm going to, I'm going to put on my inspector hat. Right. Once I'm done, I'll put on my tour guide hat. That's right. Right. And then I'll call you up and I'll take you through everything I just saw. Yeah. Right. 
because it's it's sad to say, but it's also about managing liability as a business owner. Oh, for sure. Right. If the clients aren't there, thank goodness in Ontario, it's pretty much the norm that the clients are present. Yes. Right. But I want them to know the work I've done for them. Yes. Right. So yeah, touring sure. them through everything I've seen, a the education, of course, for sure. But also they, they get to see that hey, I looked at this, I looked at that. Yeah. That's really important. Yeah. Um, but one mistake a lot of clients make is they just blatantly start asking questions. Mm. They just, you know, I'm looking at this and they're, Hey Mark, what about this? Yes. I get it. But, and I used to kind of just put up with it again, Mr. Nice guy. Yeah. But now I feel I'm doing a disservice. So I stop them and say, let me inspect mm. and then we'll go to your questions. Yeah. So that's, that's a big mistake. Probably that's the yeah, because thing. you have a system and process in place. Like, you know, these are the step-by-step things which you're going to do, so you're not going to miss anything. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, we had that conversation before as well, like, you know, how you used to work before and how what you have changed mm-hmm. uh, in that. Again, COVID was one the reason, but also, like, sometimes it's a blessing in disguise, like those kind of things. When you get pushed, uh, you find a better way to mm-hmm. do things, yes, right? that's right. Yeah. Um, so... Which is which is great to hear. Like you know, once you're recognizing that, and after that, you're giving the clear picture, yeah. um, and pointing out those items, which is could be a concern. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's also I found like you know uh, when then people looking for those items, hey, the paint chip was missing, and now they want them to paint the whole wall, yeah. right? Yeah. And they want to get like you know that's going to cost me like a thousand bucks from nowhere from where. Where it's come out, like, you know, be reasonable about it, right? Well, you, you mentioned something earlier we could yeah. backtrack on, and that is sometimes I think there's buyer's remorse between the time they did the deal and the time I show up to do the inspection. Right. Yeah. So it hasn't happened often, maybe three or four times in my career. But I've had the spouse, whichever one it changes, right. but I've had the spouse, sometimes it's presented in jest, but they mean it. Yeah. I hope you find something that kills this deal. Yeah. Right. I don't respond to it. I just, yes. I just, <laughs> I, I just move on with the business at hand. Yeah. And there's another point, you know, one of the powers of a home inspection is we're unbiased. We're there to be unbiased. That's our job. For we're, sure. We're not there on the seller side, the realtor side right. or the buyer side. Yeah. We're, we are there strictly to give you an unbiased. To give you then unbiased. And why is this powerful? Well, if you've got a roof problem and you hire a roofer. Yeah. He's going to talk you into buying a roof. Yeah. Right. You hire a home inspector, we're going to talk you into maybe, yeah, maybe you do need a roof. Right. Or maybe you could get a localized repair for, you know, 10% of what a new roof would be. Right. Right. That's, that's a big power. Anyway, I kind of digressed on that, but. Yeah. um, But yeah, like, you know, it's, um, to your point, like, you know, giving them the uh, unbiased opinion Mm -hmm. um, and findings, which you're presenting in front of them. Yes. Uh, and somebody who wants to get that manipulated to show that you want to get out the deal, yeah. I don't think like you ever sign up for that. No, right? it's it, it's unusual, thank goodness, yeah, but yeah, it does yeah. happen. Yeah. Another thing that I, I probably the only other thing I can think of anyway, where buyers fall down, is they don't read the report. Mm. And the re- the report, you know, you're you're, <laughs> yeah, you're paying for an inspection, but that report ends up being uh, an actual representation mm. of the inspection for sure, right? So on, on the funny side, I have clients call me three weeks later. I'm trying to get insurance. What kind of wiring is in the house? Yeah. Well, it's in the report. I don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's in the report. You know, you, you or read that, yeah. Or, you but know, it's easy. It's easy and convenient, right? Let's, oh, sure. Yeah. It's sure. always. Uh, I mean, I look at it. At least I'm, I've got a connection with the client again. Yeah. So that's cool. And I don't mind it. But it, it does sort of. 
yeah. prove my point, right? Right. And right. let's face it, in 19 years, I've had a few clients, oh, you missed this, oh, you missed that. Yeah. Well, no, sir, on page 47, we told there, you we needed yeah, that. Yeah. You know, read the report. Take yeah. it seriously. For sure. And, and I know, uh, I remember, like, you know, a lot of uh, inspectors I know, like, you know, I, at least I work with three or four. Sure. Um, but you're the first one who was very open to adapting technology, mm. um, using drone for roof inspections and everything. Yeah. Um, I still remember your those. What do you used to call that stick? Oh, my roofy stick. <laughs> roofy stick. <laughs> yeah. Roofy stick. Like you know, it's like a. Uh, it's a stick which is uh, a it's not a selfie stick, but it's like a twenty feet. Oh uh, yeah, it is stick. a twenty-eight foot selfie stick. That was that was yeah. before drone. Yeah, that's um, right. and then uh, drone. But in some areas, you cannot use the drone, so you still use those. Oh, I have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, like it's technology-wise, use like an you know, infrared. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was a pretty early using. adopter of it. Um, yeah. I mean, we home inspectors love to say it's a visual-only inspection. Yeah. But let's face it. Most good home inspectors have some pretty good tools that go a little beyond yeah. beyond the visual. But and I, I do remember, like, you know, one of the, the uh, condo we did, hmm. uh, which was, like, you know, there was a water spot in the kitchen. Yeah. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And then... But no water. But there was no water. <laughs> it was damage. And it was just damage. It was damp. I remember that. It was yeah. damp. But we... And did, we you, did you ever find out? Yeah, we did, actually. So, turn out, they had the Kitec plumbing in that building. Ah. Right, okay. and it's the funny thing was like a realtor was in the board of that condo, mm -hmm. and he didn't disclose it. Oh, okay. Right, he knew that, right. that they have the Kitec plumbing, but he didn't disclose it, mm -hmm. and they tried to hide that. But when we got the status certificate, it was clearly mentioned on there, oh, okay. and that's what the recommendation for replacing and everything. So my, we could have gone like, you know. Well, they must have hidden it. Cause I, one thing I do remember is like, yeah. we started grabbing at straws. Why is this like that? And you know, where we can see the plumbing, it was not Kitec. No, no. So it was all behind the scenes. Yeah, it was all behind the scenes. So like later find out like, you know, whole mm. building was the Kitec plumbing. Yeah. And the damage would happen again upstairs. That's what it came down, wow. um, downstairs. But anyway, like we will, I lost that deal like you know but uh because we did that my client ended up buying even the uh for more price mm. <laughs> somewhere else so it was beneficial for me like it's for a couple months delay right. um but because we did our due diligence and giving them this is what like are you comfortable with that yeah and we also have like in the people sometimes we thought like you know i thought like you know my client won't be comfortable mm -hmm. with that kind of stuff yeah. and they said no that's that's not a big deal. I can live with that. I learned a huge lesson in that early yeah. on in my career. Yeah. Um, I inspected a home that was around Dufferin and St. Clair area. Old, yeah. You know, at the time it was an 80-year-old yeah. home. It was so, this house was so bad. And it was a realtor I had done several inspections with, so I had a bit of rapport. I took him aside and I said, do you really think your client should buy this home? Which, you know, I shouldn't do that. That's not my job. Exactly. But, but no, let's face it, I'm human. I want to take yeah, care yeah. of people, right? For sure, yeah. And he, he said, well, what do you mean? I said, this house is in really rough shape. Yeah. I started taking it through a few of the things. And he said, well, you know, just as usual, do your job, let them know. Right. So this house was so bad. It had two additions on, mm -hmm. on the back of it. When we got into the basement, 
it had a mold issue. Yeah. It had the worst mold issue I've ever come across. Yeah. And I guess we should have even known about it because before we got to the basement, we were, start, we were feeling a bit sick. Yeah, anyway, we get to the basement. The mold, I swear, it was like being in a cave. It had stalactites oh. hanging. It was like drapes of mold and mounds of wow. mold. Wow. And it had this little, I call it this little creek running through two additions and into the main. It was, it was like a little creek. You know? Oh, wow. Anyway, it turned out this young man was from Poland. Mm. His whole family was in construction. Uh-huh. They were buying the home as an investment. Uh-huh. And he was going to have all his brothers and cousins and uncles over uh-huh. to fix the house up. Oh, okay. So apparently two years later, I, I, I never yeah. did get to see, but apparently two years later it was fantastic. Yeah. Right? So they had, they had a mission. Yes. And th- their mission kind of was find the crappiest house so we could afford That's it. That's right. Yeah, for sure. Right? So I, I learned a lesson there, right? Yeah. Don't, don't assume don't how assume. I feel about a home That's right. is necessarily how they're going to feel about a home. Oh. Now, I'll, I'll usually put my... my uh, I was going to say, I'm yeah. going to, I'll put my stink on it. I don't yeah, know how else yeah, to yeah, say yeah. it. But, you know, I'll, I'll usually give them some kind of an impression on what I think, if it's a significant issue. Yeah. Right? But yeah, uh, Honest to God, like, sometime it happens. Like, you know, I said, okay, I swear to God, like, you know, Mark used the right language, not uh, uh, because I know language. now my, I know they get scared pretty fast and yeah. won't scare them. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, that was a uh, funny thing. But I always want, like, and the reason I hire you, because you always give the, honest opinion about it yeah uh, it's not like you know you know we can avoid this or it should be okay kind of thing you just give like you know as is uh, your opinion yeah not manipulating it uh you do educate them mm-hmm. uh, at the same time these are the options you can replace it or you can repair that's, it that's the thing right you want right. to deliver the issue yeah and you know some inspectors I, i've heard them yeah, uh, yeah. During the multiple offers of uh, twenty of two thousand seven, that's right. when it first yeah. happened. But anyway, during multiple offers, there's sometimes there's more than one inspection at the same yeah, yeah. time. And I've heard some of these inspectors, so I know they're out there. Yeah, but it's 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 offering perspective for sure, and it's not necessarily my perspective. Yeah, because I've been doing this so long, I know how I've seen the reactions. Right, right. I've I, I've seen people walk away because the the house had. Uh, a couple of plumbing leaks and, and, and needed some new windows. Right. Right. I've had other people buy mm. a house full of mold. Right. And, and be happy to buy it. Yeah. Right. So the perspective I give is based on all those interactions I've had. Right. Right. And I'll sometimes tell people what I just told you. Sometimes yeah, people sure. will walk away for the simplest thing. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Well, to... That's, uh, that's sweet. Now, now getting back to like, you know, this is, more towards the first time home buyers they never knew like you know what the home inspection is all about um to educate them what are the key things that homeowners should look for during a home inspection well i mean that's what i'm there to look at it for them but yes. i mean I, but i mean if you're talking about say you're showing homes right and uh first time buyers are coming across homes for the first time correct some of the key things to look for, I guess, is what you're saying. Right. Um, well, one that you're going to raise your eyebrows like most realtors do. I, I think I raise my eyebrows now yeah. too. Grading. Yeah. All right. The slope of the ground is a huge factor in if you're going to have wet basement issues. Yeah. And because it's so common, I think some of us get complacent on that. 
Mm. It's like, oh, here we go again. The home inspector found poor grading. Yeah. But it's simple physics. If the ground is sloping towards the house, where's the rainwater going to go? Right. Right. Exactly. Doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have a wet basement, especially a younger home, because it's right. going to have it's going to have weeping tile and waterproofing around the foundation. Right. right. But it's still a higher risk. Yeah, yeah. You've heard. I'm sure you've heard me say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the guy with the analogies, right? We all know of the 95 year old smoker who yeah. still doesn't have lung cancer. Yeah. But we also know if you smoke, you've got a much higher risk of lung cancer. Yeah. Right. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah, doesn't mean it's going to be wet, but grading anyway is is, yeah. is big. Big thing. Good news is it's pretty easy to fix, especially yeah. if you don't mind getting sweaty. Some mm. shovels, right? Um, electrical issues. I mean, I'm very cautious with with electrical because anything can turn into something. Oh, for sure. Right. Something yeah. as simple as a missing cover plate. Well, mm-hmm. if you've got a young child and they put their finger in there, they're going to get zapped, or a right. spark could jump out. Yeah. So they you know, so I'm very cautious with electrical. Right. Um, there's not too much, I guess, a homeowner can do themselves yeah. on that. Plumbing, like, and I know yeah. that. Yeah, well, no, uh, plumbing's a good one. Plumbing, yeah. because even as an inspector, there's only so much I can do. Yeah. So what, what do I do? I walk into a bathroom. First thing I do is I just generally, actually, here, here's a good thing. Let's just look at a room. Yes. A bathroom is a good room yeah. to look at. So I, I literally stand at the doorway and I take a picture of the room. That's the mm. first thing I do. Right. Then I take a mental picture. I just look at the room in general. How does it feel? How does it smell? How does it look? Right. right? If it's dirty and filthy, I bet I'm going to find something. Mm. Right. If it's nice and clean, even if it's an older home, uh, maybe not going to be so bad. Right. Yeah. First thing to do, get the tub going. Yeah. Get the tub running. Then I open up the the cabinet, get the sink running, flush the toilet, watch the flow of the water. Right. Right. Because I'm sure we've all experienced the hot shower syndrome. Yeah. Right. It's not too pleasant. Yeah. You're going to get it in an older home or in an older uh, neighborhood. Shake the toilet. Yeah. Not too hard because if it is loose, you could you could <laughs> spring a leak. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> but move it gently. Yeah, yeah. If it moves, it shouldn't be. But yeah. Right. But yeah, that's for sure. Right? That's where. Look under the sink. Yeah. Look at you know look at things. That's really all it. It is. Yeah, you just have to look into closely on that. Like, you know, a lot of times, like, we miss, like, when I look into the dirt uh, in the uh, vent fan, like, you know, that's yeah. a washroom fan. Yeah. And you're looking into that, okay, so it seems like the rest of them, they clean it, but they forgot to clean that. Yep. And it's going to be noisy and it's going to create issues. Um, so what I do, like, in one my I'm taking my wires uh, for showings. They're looking at the pretty stuff, like, you know, how well the staging is done. Yeah. Oh, look at that mirror. I should buy that mirror as well. I'm like, no, it's not coming with the house. Uh, <laughs> should look for that, what's coming. They'll look into the bones, not the um, not the skin. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes it's hard for them to understand. And that's the whole purpose of staging is, like, you know, it's for making sure. it pretty. Uh, so you fall for it. Yep. Uh, and then when you see without the staging, okay, like, this is what I bought. You know, how many times that happened? Uh, You'll so see that more than me because you're going in maybe yeah, the day yeah, before closing, right? And now sure. the house is empty. I'll make it pretty as well yeah. uh, uh, because sometimes it's, you're looking at people have no idea how to set up uh, that room to look it like you know beautiful home. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless, like uh, I, what I was saying is like you know, when I go, I start looking for those things. Um, I know I used to work with the KT team and uh, having those tools because. We have to have those tools now because the home inspections was not happening right. and we want to protect our clients. Um, so having those, uh, you know, um, moisture meter and stuff like that. So yeah. I go looking for the all the 
know, flushing the toilets, looking on those, shaking yeah. the seat, uh, checking the closet, checking the a little bit of attic windows if the condensation there, mm-hmm. uh, looking at the furnace if was the filter was cleaned or not, and that gives you all the indication about that one. So as a realtor, that's my job to look into those major things which I can do, like a material defect yeah. in front of it. But even then, like you know, some of the stuff, because I'm showing it's not only the liability, having that fresh eye because I'm going there, and that's what the reason like, and I get the home inspection, uh, which is you. Even I learn a lot from you, what to look for, and I always have in my mental what the Mark is going to say, <laughs> what Mark is going to say, and every time it happens, it says something additional. One of the things um, I, I love and I hear quite often yeah. is, uh, I was waiting for Mark to find that. And that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And sometimes you had the fun game like that too, right? Like looking to that. Let's see if Mark can find that or not because yeah. I found it first. Yeah. yeah. Like Remember like in the one time it happens, uh, you come to me and say, I want to show you something. Um, and that was a, there was a skeleton of an um, animal underneath the, underneath the uh, deck. Uh, rings a bell but right I, yeah so uh, i tell you like the story what happened is like you know i said this house is absolutely fine where this come from like mm. what is all about turn out like she was a science teacher and she saw the specimen actually she was storing oh. there <laughs> so i just came to find out later it was scary like the like hell well yeah like, if you don't know the context <laughs> <laughs> don't know the context like some, somebody got killed or something it yeah. looks like a, I, I don't know i think it was a deer or something like that um, anyway, so yeah. we find like a lot of uh, interesting uh, things and do's and don'ts, uh, you know, what to look for is there. So uh, I, I just want to be a little controversial. Yeah. So I didn't realize that you were and some of your member team members were, you know, going out and doing the moisture meter thing. Yeah. I'm just curious, are you doing anything um, to manage that liability? Because here, here's my first thought when you said that. No. The whole, Not a lot of people know this, yeah. and I'll be very yeah. brief. Yeah. The whole reason the home inspection business got started yes. uh, was because a couple of California realtors back mm. in, I think it was the either late 70s or early 80s, right. they, they put their opinion on a home mm. and got sued mm. and lost. And so they started bringing in a contractor mm. to assume that responsibility. Right. And that quickly turned into home inspection. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So um, I, I just found it a little odd that you guys are doing that when home inspection actually started by pr- to, to protect realtors. No, no. What I did, like, you know, when this scene was going on, like, yeah. you know, bidding wars and everything, and some of the things, like, which I cannot ignore as a realtor yeah. showing on that. So what we were doing is, like, looking to those items, mm-hmm. and then I said, we must go home inspection. Mm. Okay. We, sh- we should not take away that because... I can see some symptoms over here, and that's right. confirming my meter over here. Yeah, but it does look like a bigger issue over there, mm-hmm. and I can't tell you what's a bigger issue should be. But let's bring the home inspector because if I go and sell the seller side and say, you know, you are BSing, mm-hmm. um, but when it's coming in the report form and the, with the evidence, like and, and then third it's party unbiased. and third party. Right. So we just use it like an. I home. see just for like you know having due diligence on them and finding those things earlier yeah, yeah. rather than going that far and they say hey 
we put our deposit we got and that time like it was hard if i'm not getting this house i have to go to the second house oh sure and yeah. i cannot hold my deposit for a week or two because yeah. i cannot bid on other so, places plus right? if you hire a home inspector and you're spending five six hundred bucks and then you don't get the house you're out five six hundred bucks i know and, and sometimes it happens even with like the house and we have that consent like consideration before we put an offer i called you yeah and say like let's can you look into the stuff is yeah. even worth it like i'm putting an well, offer. that was that was huge the last couple of years right, yeah i'd, I'd uh, and i was happy to do it because at least i know i was in the realtor's minds yes but i get a text mark what do you think of this what do you think of that yeah, yeah. and i'm happy to help right um yeah, like those were the quick inspections, but you were looking into the major stuff, like which is in cars. It was yeah. like not the detailed one, right? But at least like it was giving the information. Okay, yeah, now this is not the major issue, mm-hmm. and it could be a major issue, uh, whatever there was. And then yeah. we making out like you know, should we put an offer or take that chance or not? Because right, right. we're not going to get the second chance. Sure. Right. So, yeah. so that helped actually a lot in uh, some of the deals we did. Um, Could you provide some scenarios where homeowners discovered major issues during an inspection and what remedies were suggested? Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that can be a tricky one because we want to be careful as home inspectors on giving right. uh, remedies because that's really not our purpose. Yes. Um, having done, you know, been in construction for a long time previous to inspecting, you know, right. and a lot of inspectors are the same. Right. Um, but we, we try to be very cautious on that. Um, if it's something simple, mm. then of course it's pretty simple. You know, I, I, again, not a great example, but if, if the if let's switches say, are out, let's say basement, basement crack. Okay. Right? All right. Yeah. Sure. Um, uh, basement cracks, well, again, can be a little bit of a gray area sometimes because sure. it depends on what type of crack. You know, is it vertical, diagonal, horizontal? Right. They, they make a difference, right? Um, but if it's, say, your typical crack in a, in a 20 year old, Home in Southern Ontario, it's probably just going to be very fine, no shifting, no movement or anything like that. So that's simple. I mean, yeah. that, that's just an epoxy injection to fix that. Right. Right. But to look at your question sort of more broadly, as I say, we want to be a little more cautious about how we how we what give advice on what can remedies, be done. Yeah. So what I like to do yes. is offer sort of, and I'll, I'll tell them off the record because isn't my job but off yeah. the record yeah that's an epoxy injection yeah but if i see something a little worse i'm going to say well let, why don't we, probably best we talk about the worst case scenario right right that way we know it can't get any worse than that yeah or the typical worst case scenario right. is all like right. Say, right so in that case there if it's a finished basement with a crack and the cracks maybe got a little bit of movement to it it's still probably just going to be an epoxy injection right. but now you need to get a specialist to come out yeah and give you a prop a proper assessment of the situation right i can tell you the worst case scenario they're they're going to want to dig yeah right and they're going to want to do a not they're going to want to cover the crack as opposed to just an injection so now you could be into two five thousand dollars depending on you know so i I like to say sometimes the best i can do is get the tiger by the tail Mm. but i can only see the tail yes yes now you need somebody who can take the time to see the tiger for sure. Like, and I definitely, I know, like, a lot of times happen, like, you know, plumbing is clunking and everything, mm-hmm. you know, when you're flushing it. and Oh, here's a good one. Yeah. Uh, drains. Yeah. Right? Home inspectors don't test floor drains in a basement. Mm. Right? There's not, I had done it on occasion where I mm. felt there could be a problem, and that was only because I was lucky it was an unfinished basement. It had a jug in the laundry tub and, you know, pouring water, that sort of thing. 
But generally speaking, that's just not something we do. Yeah. Right? So sometimes we want to recommend further evaluation mm. because either we couldn't tell you enough right. or it's just something we can't tell you at all. Yeah. But most of the time I see on your, your, the, on your report, like, you know, what's needed to be done. Like, it's just need the maintenance, for example, or mm. just need to replace. Um, that's what the recommendation is. Yep. Uh, and those are the remedies, like, you know, which I was uh, thinking about, like, uh, talking about rather yep. than just giving the verbal. But what you put in your report um, when they see it. Like, and your report is very detailed uh, and very uh, comprehensive. Uh, even like sometimes you put like major stuff and then you go home when you look into the pictures, oh, by the way, this can be a, a big issue. Roof's, roof is a good example yeah. of that, especially flying the drone over the roof. Yeah. I, I never like to give an official opinion because yeah. the drone screen, I only have, you know, an eight, yeah. eight inch screen. So, uh, you know, I'll say typically I didn't see anything glaringly obvious, mm. but you know, I'm going to study these pictures on a big screen back yes, in my office. For sure. And then inevitably, oh, I find a couple of blown off shingles or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, things can change. Mm. Yeah. Um, we covered this one over here, but maybe enhance a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Are there any specific areas or components of a home that homeowners often overlook during an inspection? I don't know if I would say just necessarily during an inspection. Maybe if I could speak to that from I get to the house right. and it's obvious the homeowner hasn't been maintaining this or that, mm. right? So you touched on one earlier, eavesdrop, yeah. Yeah. right? Um, wet basement, not just the grading, but it's also, I, I've joked that there's sort of offense and defense right. to keeping your, your basement dry. Offense is pretty much everything you can see if you stand back yeah. and look at the house. So it's, it starts with the roof, yeah. right? The roof's job is to let the rain hit it, flow down to your gutters or eaves troughs, right. and down the downspouts, right. and then off into a safe area, right. right? As well as the grating. The defense is the stuff we can't see. Mm. So if we could take away all the soil around the foundation, right. what is, uh, you know, we've got a weeping tile, which takes water off and away. We've got a, a waterproof membrane, and we've got a protector over that as well. Right. So if your offense isn't doing a good job, now you have to count on the defense. Mm. So as you said earlier, eaves trough is huge. If they're overflowing, yeah. you can usually see it looks like a trough in the soil, mm -hmm. right? And you see soil splash back against the house. So again, you and if you've got poor grading, well, mm. that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, for sure. Right? So that's a big one. That's yeah. a huge one. Um, caulking. Yeah. I guess a lot of this is water-related. Right? Yeah. Homes need windows, windows, doors, any gaps around the house. You want to stop the moisture. You want to stop the pests from getting in. So right. that's a big one as well. Mm. Um, things that need to be painted, not being painted. Mm. So whether it be older wood windows, door trim, uh, pillars outside on the front porch. Big one. Right? So keeping the paint yeah. in good condition. I'll, I'll say I, I, those are something we use as... as clues as to what yeah. we're going to encounter when we really get into the inspection yeah generally speaking unless it's a flip you can judge a book by its cover a little bit yeah still being professional skeptic in the background. yeah that's right but if i pull up to the house and everything's really nicely manicured and mm. landscaping that is a huge giveaway that we're probably not going to find too much yeah for sure generally speaking and, and then the one thing i like admire a lot like when people uh, and i'm like why don't builders do that way and we have talked about that a long time back. Like when the 
the uh, the pipe coming out and it's leaving on the half on the roof. Oh, right. You yeah. know, and do you see like a one side is like a decolored because all the time the water coming in and also causing the damage rather than extending it all the way to eavesdrop so it can yeah. go proper in the pipe. And even like I admire those people who take care of that. Even the eavesdrop coming down then they can then either they're putting uh, the pipe underneath uh, properly to is going like flowing yep. the water properly to a ravine or whatever yep. to ravine or something or mm-hmm. even uh, my uh, I'm lucky like my my neighbor did it because he's a construction guy yeah so he was asking when he was uh, between uh, the way to the backyard oh like when landscaping? he was landscaping when I was doing so he put like those pipes and he would like run it to like all mm-hmm. the way so it's going all in the um, uh, the sink yeah. Uh, in the back because we had the sink in the back so it's going all the way back on there mm-hmm. so when he did his and mine so now it looks wow like it's professionally done and right. and that give the just like you said it will give the having that good curb appeal having that like the cleanliness and yeah. maintaining from outside chances are you taking care of other stuff yeah. as well oh, yeah i mean it's right. one th- it's one thing to pull up into a house and there's all fresh mulch on the gardens yeah that to me is not necessarily yeah a, that's right, right? Yeah, yeah but if you pull up and everything's just neat and tidy and driving's warm yeah there's a good example to yeah, right driving. you need to you need to top coat your driveway you yeah, yeah for sure special, right? yeah. yeah so yeah there, there's definitely clues um and a lot of like times like you know and that's what the maintenance part come out as well sure people, uh, when you buy the house and especially if you're not like i deal with a lot of people who's coming from southeast asia and everything mm-hmm. They never did any construction work, even put the nail in the wall. Uh, and you ask them why your lawn is not maintained and everything because they never did it. Yeah. And then they find like it's too expensive to give that work to somebody or they will do the like a pretty bad job. Right. Right. Because they haven't done it yeah. right before. Sure. Um, so like always like said that, okay, oh yeah, that will be okay. Even like the biggest one I hate, like you know, when the landlord saying it's okay just not to clean that stuff or leave that stuff over here because it's just a tenanted property. Mm. You know, I always like said, if you're not taking care of your house, yeah. how are you going to do it? Well, I was, when I, when I got into the business, I was very surprised by how many people don't care for their home. No. So I, mean, I guess I should thank them because it keeps me in business. But, <laughs> um, for sure. But I was quite, I was quite surprised. Well, it, it's, it's a reality because the yep. thing is, I can tell you, like with the immigration and everything that happened, like a lot of people coming out, type of demographics coming out, mm-hmm. they never did that kind of thing. Right. Person who born and brought up over here, you know, uh, the farm or, and the, like, you know, the handy, the yep. new tools, right. uh, how to do it. Like sometimes it's just using the right tool to do this stuff. Mm. They don't know about it, right? So yeah. it's like the education part as well. And some people are like curious about learning. I remember like when I did my house, um, we're doing fence. I'm like, oh my God, like, I you know, I have to do my fence. I don't know. All my neighbors, they're mostly like a white people in North mm-hmm. America and they're pretty good. I said like, no, don't worry, we'll help you. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is grab these ones over here. So I brought it, I got the nail gun and everything and said, and one of my neighbor coming, okay, all you have to do is click, 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 and just keep on doing this, okay? And then, I did that. Then I come back and get, oh, make sure you're straight. Make sure it's not tilted. Make sure this, 
and he just guided me yeah. and i built the full fence and my oh. wife was so proud of me at <laughs> that time <laughs> that you know i did it because i never did that before yeah, yeah. so it's like about you know you're willing to do and to adapting the culture of that mm-hmm. as well yeah that's true yeah um, i guess there would be i yeah. mean even i think even uh different people of different educational levels yeah, for sure um I, I very often i'll I'll hear, oh, my husband is an, he's a, he's not a handyman. He's, a, he's an academic. He's not a handyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's pretty common. So and yeah, I, and yeah. I always ask that questions when I'm doing the buyer consultation in the starting. Wise. You know, it's like, you know, are you a handyman? No. Um, or how you like to. Well, funny enough, that's, that's like me at the beginning of every inspection. Uh, we, if most home yeah. inspectors affectionately call this the driveway chat, yeah. right? I'll, I'll ask clients, you know, do you have any particular concerns? Do you have any significant goals out of this inspection and right. you want to chat about yep. then i'll ask them what's your construction level knowledge level like because that that affords me an opportunity to get an idea of how i can speak to them yeah right and uh yeah that's well, the, i was just going to say that's part of the fun thing for me i after all these years the one thing i still love is the interaction with clients yeah, yeah. especially first-time hires because i get to feel maybe a little more uh, important because yeah. they really see the value in what, what I can do for them. Oh, for sure. Uh, to coming to that questions and I know, like I know how you work, mm-hmm. but it for our audience, can you start looking from the start to finish your process and what the extra you provide to, uh, oh, yeah. you yeah. know, home inspection? We're not going to get into detail or we're going to no. be here for two hours. Right? No, that's <laughs> right. I know you want to brag yeah. about what you do. <laughs> <laughs> you have bragging rights. If yeah. you do it right. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, well, uh, I kind of touched on it a bit, like a house paints a picture. So my job is to take in all the information and sort of turn that into, uh, a story. Yes. Right. So my process, uh, just to give a quick oversight is I always start on the outside and then I work from the top to the bottom. Mm. The outside I want to do first because that's going to give me a better idea of the the hot spots for where moisture intrusion could be happening. Mm -hmm. Let's face it as a... As any homeowner, moisture is our biggest enemy, whether it be a plumbing issue or the rains, right? Yeah. So start with the outside. Um, Then it's from the top to the bottom. Why? Well, I like to know where the bathrooms are so that when I get to the lower level, I can be a little more specific on checking the ceilings below those bathrooms. Right. right? Um, Then we get through the kitchen. Um, I'm not the only one, but... There's a good handful of inspectors that don't want to do appliances because mm-hmm. they feel it's too much of a liability. Right. Um, you know, I always tell clients, you know, we're just doing it as a courtesy. It's not like I'm going to turn the, the oven to 500 degrees and then measure it. To see yeah, it that's right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Did it get hot? Did the burners work? Is right. the dishwasher not leaking? Things right. like that. Um, we, off, we give our clients a report uh, on any recalls mm-hmm. of the appliances. They usually get that the next day. Yeah. Um, then we're down into the basement. And that that's... That's the bulk of the learning yeah. that I, I can deliver to clients because that's where all the com- you know the significant working components are: the furnace, the air conditioner, plumbing, sources of plumbing, um, electrical. Um, you know, my biggest one is hmm? I don't know what I and you taught me that, and um, so uh, every time I look into that, those um, gas range went. Mm. How many times it happens? It's got just installed, but it's not going anywhere. Right. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad to say I don't come across that very often. But yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, or oh, like on a 
um, a gas dryer vent. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Ranges, I, I think I haven't come across too many that, that weren't. I was talking right. about the hood. Oh, the, oh, sorry, the hood. Yeah, yeah, right. the vent hood. Right. A lot of time it happens, like, you know, on oh, those sure. houses, like in the townhouses they have. Yep. Um, that They go ahead and do upgrades. And they upgrades, but the vent, they put it there. Mm-hmm. It runs also. Yes. But it's not venting anywhere. No, it's just recirculating. It's just recirculating, yeah. right? So I always, like, pull those out. And go, okay, yeah. here's the thing. If there's a way of getting this out, uh, we have to find out. So you, uh, but you just touched on something I don't, I haven't thought of. Yeah. And that is, and again, maybe it's just because I've been doing so long. There's so many things I do automatically. Correct. It's going to become a second nature. I, I can't even remember to tell you there's something to look for. Second nature, yeah. Right. So there, there's another value probably in having a home inspector do your inspection because yes. I just think of things. Well, I've actually heard it from clients. I never thought to look at that. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. So and many times, times happen like that. I should, I should write a list of them. <laughs> And that's why, like, you know, maybe it's a good idea to prepare those lists and look, okay, check mark, like these yeah. things over here. Um, that's what I usually do, like what I wrote it down, like I'm just going to make sure, did I check this, did I check mm-hmm. this, did I check this? I'm the checklist kind of person. Right. So that way I'm not missing anything. Uh, well, that's, I mean, that's that's a good point too. Um, there's so many different softwares out there right. for home inspectors. I won't mention the one I use. Um but it's definitely an industry leader. Yeah. So once you get in tune with how to use your software, that's very powerful for mm. a home inspector. Right, right. Right. And it's it's malleable, so you can edit on the fly and, and change it. But at the end of the day, I've got mine set up to cover the standards of practice. Mm. So I kind of have an electronic checklist. Yeah. Because that's something else, post-COVID versus pre-COVID. I, I tended to just take pictures of everything. Yeah. And then I had to spend, you know, three hours finishing the report at the end of the day. Well, if I did two or three inspections in the day, it was a long day. But I think, like, you know, you're having the wonderful assistant, like, oh, who, she was helping you. And well, I had my daughter working with yeah, me for a few years, which was yeah. great. I do yeah. miss I do miss that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she moved on to other <laughs> things. Yeah. Um, but, but, like, it was helpful. Uh, oh, sure, it was. Right oh, yeah, it made, it made life a lot easier. Yeah. But what I learned, funny enough, what I learned in that, yeah. she was she was doing the inputting Correct. of the report. Yeah. Yeah. I learned the power, because by the time we left the inspection, 80% of the report was done. Correct. So it took me, probably took me well over a year to yeah. get to the point where I can inspect yeah. and get the data collection at the same time. Right, right. So by collecting the data, that report that I've yeah, that's right. essentially turned into an extension of myself right. is my checklist. Mm. Right. Well, it's the, like I said, the home inspection is such a component on that. And the other thing which I like about your services is like, you know, the warranty which you provide, which right. not all the, uh, no, it's a, bit, it's a bit bigger of a thing in the U S. Yeah. Um, I joined a mastermind group, uh, Oh geez. Almost as when I started my own business. So yeah. 10 years now. Right. Um, and it was great. So one of the downsides to being a home inspector is a bit of a lone wolf business. There's very, very few multiple inspector mm. firms in Canada. Yeah. Um, I can only think of two. Anyway, uh, so to get in with a group of other like-minded business people. Right. You know, yeah, for sure. Most of us are entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah. As well as home inspectors. Um, to get into a room for, you know, a few days and, and uh, chat about, you know, all the industry the new things to the industry as well as, you know, just having a few drinks and saying, well, this happened to me, that happened to mm. me is, is really powerful. 
Mm. But one of the mastermind groups, uh, they put together this warranty package that we can subscribe to for our clients. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's huge because yeah, uh, when we do a home inspection, it, it really is just a snapshot of what the home's condition is for the time. So just, just coming back to like, once you mentioned warranty and because I just want my, um, you know, viewers and listeners to understand that part, what that warranties cover, what, what is it? Yeah. So I'm sorry. I'm yeah. trying to get there. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, so yeah, so we this this group put me in touch with the warranty company, and okay. this is something I can offer our buyer clients. Right. So we have a ninety day warranty, we have a roof warranty, we have a structural warranty, mold and sewer. There's there's a lot, but the gist of it is the ninety day warranty. Right. The ninety day warranty starts on the day that I did the inspection. Why? Because mm. that's the day I saw the house. Right. And I'm kind of the representative of the warranty company. Correct. And this is not simply me just saying I've got you for 90 days. Right. This is a legitimate warranty held with a third party. Right. Right. And if you have an issue when you move in, you right. can file a claim with residential warranty services. Right. Um, the 90 day warranty covers all the major components mm. pretty much. Right. So if there's, it, and it's not about, oh, the inspector missed this. Therefore right. I have a warranty. It's more about, it was in good working order on the day of the inspection. Now right. I've moved in two months later. And, and I've got a leak under my sink right. or the fridge isn't working. Right. Something like that. Yeah. And I'll be the first to say as well, it's yeah. not a grand warranty. It's not, yeah. it's not like you bought a new, like when you buy a new car, mm. right. Or a new house for that matter. But it's something we can give the client that protects them after the inspection. For sure. That really is, it's kind of unheard of. Yeah. I, I think that the biggest one I take at the warranty, like, especially when you, um, inspecting during winter time, right. when you come summer, something came out, like, which was not, expose at the winter time. Yes. Um, that can be very useful. Well, <laughs> it's a good point to talk. Uh, you know, we're very, we can be limited as to what we can do, right? right. So, so there's certain things we can't do in the summertime. An example yeah. being, we're not going to run the furnace if the air conditioning is yeah. gone, right? But a great one, the, the roof is covered with snow. Yeah. Now the warranty wouldn't cover uh, a new roof. It'll cover a leak. Mm. Right. So is it a great warranty? Well, no, it's not, No, but it's, it's, it's still something that gives you protection on something that couldn't even be inspected. Mm. Another example is the sewer guard warranty. Right. We don't even inspect the main sewer line cause we can't. Yeah. But if you move in and it backs up or if your water main were to burst, I mean, that's thousands of dollars it's mm. covered. Well, there's, there's some uh, great things, but uh, I also want to talk about like a lot of times people think even some of the new realtors come out and they ask that question uh, to me. Um, like home inspectors, they don't uh, do all the things. For example, pools, mm -hmm. right? Home inspection won't do pools. Uh, what are the things which um, home inspector won't check? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. Um, pools definitely one. Well, that's not true. There are home inspectors out there that are trained to inspect pools. Right. I'm trained to do them. I, okay. I took the training to do it. Okay. Yeah. But I'm not a pool inspector. I don't have the equipment. Right. I guess I could, yeah. but I choose not to. I've, there's certain things I think specialists should look at. Right. So pools is one of them. Because right. it's not just looking at the liner yeah. or, or making sure there's no leaks at the, at the filters or, or, or at the pumps. Right. There's things that a pool inspection company will have equipment to see that they can't, they can't see it, yes. but they can detect it. So yeah. leak detection. Yeah. Um, 
pressure testing of the underground lines, right? Mm. So usually if somebody calls me and says, can you do my pool inspection? I says, I can, mm. but here's why you shouldn't hire me for that. Right. And here's who you should hire. Um, septic, septic yeah. systems, wells. Now, again, my counterparts in the U.S., they, they tend to offer, but there's very few in, in my local area that do it all. Yeah. Uh, of course, a big one is uh, fireplaces and wood stoves, getting that wet inspection. Right. Because of my area, I, I used or of a city inspector. Right. I certainly do rural properties. I, I live rural myself. Yeah. But again, I think there's certain things a specialist should a do. A specialist should right. be. Looking. So getting that wet inspection done. And, you know, for my local area, I usually tell clients, are you going to use your wood-burning stove or your, or your yeah, fireplace? Right. Very often the answer is no. No. So then I say, well, then you don't need a wet inspection, but you might have to sign a waiver because your insurance company will want to make sure you're not going to use it. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think those are the ones that come to mind that we yeah. don't, don't yeah. look at. I mean, there there is a good list of things we no inspector looks at. Things like uh, uh, cable, telephone, solar uh, panels. Absolutely. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, because we can't see the roof with solar yeah. panels. Um, water filtration, yeah. uh, water softeners, right? So there's there's a good list of what we don't look at. I also try to make sure clients are aware of that. For sure, and that's what the thing like you know uh, when you're doing it and you explaining them. Um, that's, that's a big thing of knowing that who's responsible for what, Yeah. right? If it's thing, and most of these like uh, equipments anyway, like no filtration system, everything it's on the, the rental, uh, most of the time, or even people purchase it, like they have some warranties, those kind of things. Yeah. Um, but if that causing any issues with the plumbing and everything, right? One is the biggest one, the plumbing with the high tech plumbing. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. Or and galvanized or lead. Galvanized and everything. Yeah. And. Um, even like at that one, like, you know, sometimes people get, oh, it's too big a thing and turn out mm. like it's not such a big thing, um, uh, in, in some cases, right? Well, that, that makes me think of, you know, yeah. there's different eras in yeah. which homes have been built. Correct. Right. So there's certain things that a, a home may just have because that was the technology of the time. Asbestos yes. is a, a prime example. For sure. Right. Yeah. Actually, there's something we don't test. Yeah. Now, having said that. I, if I'm in a home built prior to the 1980s, mm. the likelihood of asbestos is very high. So I certainly make clients aware of that as a, sort right. of like as a public service announcement. Yeah. But we can't take samples. Yeah. Right. You feel unless unless you own the, own the home. Yeah. But if you're buying the home, the sellers aren't going to let me cut a patch of their plaster out, so I can send that out for samples. So we have to make we have to sometimes make educated assumptions yeah. on what the home may have. I guess the point I'm getting at is. If we use galvanized pipe as an example, yeah. now the now the house needs to be replumbed or knob and best example, yeah. knob and tube wiring. Knob and tube wiring, right? It's copper, yeah, but it doesn't have a ground. It's very old. People have tapped into it because you know that that home's probably had a few families living in it. One of them, I'm sure, was a DIYer at some point. They don't know how to tie into the wire properly. So because it's so old, insurance companies will get, at best you'll get sixty days mm. to get uh, you know get enough time. Now the house needs to be rewired. Well, that's a big deal. Yeah. Doesn't mean the rest of the house is bad, but that's yeah. the technology that's in that house because of the time. Aluminum wiring. Another one. Sort of, yeah. Although aluminum, change, you, right? you don't have to, all you have to do is really have it thoroughly inspected and, and make sure there's this, certain things have been done properly. Right. You certainly don't need to replace yeah, the yeah. wiring. Yeah, you have to do like certain things. Having said that, yeah. if a client says to me, yeah, we're going to gut the house because we want to turn these two bedrooms into one bedroom and we want to blow that out and that. Then I might say, well, if you're kind of gutting the house, then it'd be pretty cheap to rewire the house. Correct, it? for sure. So then that's a good investment. Yeah. Again, perspective. 
Yeah, for sure. I I think like the one of the biggest issue also come out like you know I know you respect but also uh illegal basements. Mm. You know, the things which is not done to the fire inspection everything. Yeah. Uh and you always concern about the railing is missing, uh safety uh, hazard. Egress. Uh, you ask like you know it's not only the equipment's not working or something leak or something break in. Yeah. Uh but what i like about that like you focus on safety from starting from the very entrance uh that you know you can uh well, people it, not don't think about that right as i touched on earlier i mean yeah. when we have when we have when i have that first physical meeting with the clients i yes. want them to be clear that's what we're focused on yeah. is your safety and your finances right right well uh we have a lot to talk about and i think we covered a lot about it and uh, probably you know why the home inspection is such a important thing uh my recommendation is always like even you in the market with a bidding war happening and your home inspection clause is not going to fly still get the home inspection done because that will give you a uh, peace of mind because if you know something need to be damaged because it will save you a lot of more money uh because it might be like in the minor fix uh, sometimes yeah uh and you end up replacing that one because it's going to cost you like thousands of dollars so spending like you no know, couple hundred dollars to get the home inspection done um i think that's the best investment which you can do when you're buying a house well again things changed with covid yes prior to covid i had never done a post move in inspection where mm. the, the buyers have bought the house they've moved in right but because of all the multiple offers and all the people that couldn't get an inspection done in 2020 2021 and even last year I did a couple of them. Yeah. I got hired just for due diligence peace of mind people that have already moved into their used sure. home. Yeah. And I'm mean, fortunate nothing was too was significant. One, it was one that needed something but it Yeah. still it's, it's just that knowledge is power, right? Yeah. I don't want you don't want to get comfortable in in that used home. Right. When there could be something that hey if you could deal with it now or next month, yeah. it won't be such a big deal if you wait until it turns into something, you know significant roof damage or something like that. And and I love that like you know like a lot of time people know me like my clients know me and they say want my opinion what do you think? And I said, "Well, my thing is like you know it's the best place best thing is to do it like you know uh to replace it." Yeah. Uh deal with it now. Deal it with right now rather than yeah. waiting for a year or two. Yes, like depending upon your finances if it's not a major thing. Uh, because a lot, lot of people going on and they want to save money sure. they already paying high interest mortgage anyway yeah, yeah. and ex- extra can can damage their and that's the other thing if somebody's hiring me to come into the home that they've already bought yeah it's it's kind of like my liability is not quite the same yeah because they've already bought the home they're not going to come back and say well I wouldn't have bought this home because right yeah so you know I'm certainly coming in I'm still doing a full inspection for sure but because my I'm a little I can be a little more relaxed about it as a business owner. Yeah. You know, I charge a bit less. Yeah. And and I I know you did it that thing because um I even like a first interaction was with you it was somebody who already bought the purchase right. and they were did the PDI and after that like and they were not sure about few things they got you over there. Yeah. And your recommendation for them is was you know what don't do it right now let it settle down let's come back in after a year and do the inspection and then we do it before the year and yeah, yeah before the year end well i always think new new houses are new they're bright and shiny yeah for sure you know so to have me in in the in the first month or two i'll find things yeah 
But you still would have to have me come in on the 10th or 11th yeah, month yeah. before the year end because now the the house might have settled yeah, and yeah. things might have happened a bit. So, yeah, you could have me out twice and I'd be happy to take your money twice. Yeah. But realistically, why not just have me come out on the 10th, 11th month when it really matters? No, no, that was really helpful and it's helped my, one of, most of my clients actually. And the, it's myself, like, you know, when I got checked, um, and, and that time I haven't met you, the mm-hmm. home inspector, he, he retired now. And he was pretty good. Like, you know, he did the attic check and says, you know, this is what the recommendation of the attic insulation, but they did only half. Mm. So if I had that report and like I took it to them and they end up putting it like in the full uh, insulation over there. Right. And those are things like which you never think about in like a new house, right? Sure. Um, and it's not going to come on a PDI until you go and measure it and look into that. Right. So that was the importance of like a home inspection, which I learned early days, why it's important and how it can help you maintaining your house mm. as well. Thank you so much again, oh. as always, like, you know, full of so knowledge and a lot of experience and, um, we'll, uh, uh, definitely look forward, uh, probably get more business. Uh, well, the market this, yeah. seems to be shifting a bit. So. Shifting a bit. Like, yeah. I know your last year was good, but even I know uh, you mentioned like a 700 home inspectors are gone out of business. Yeah. So forget all those 700 business so people gone, like, you know, come to you. All right. So that's my best wishes right, for the new year. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you again. Thanks for having me. It was Take great. care. This is Real Estate Wisdom Podcast, and we always like bringing the industry expert uh, to help you to provide the insight and wisdom uh, from the ground level. Uh, If you haven't yet, please like, subscribe, and share. And don't forget to put the comments in there and give your honest opinion what you think about these podcasts, what we can do better, and what we're doing great. See you next time. Bye for now. Disclaimer, the information provided in this podcast is for informational purpose only and should not be considered as financial or investment advice. Consult with your professional before making any real estate decisions.